So hello listeners and welcome back to our series The Young Solutionist. So we continue with our journey along with the three cousins, yeah, Jack, Ria and Alex and um let's see what problem do they solve this time in our second episode and how do they find a solution and what are the other things they really do in this new adventure of theirs yeah so with that let's quickly go ahead into our today's story here we go you called me and here i am i said hugging my twin cousins when i got off the bus and saw them waiting but our greeting did not last too long ria looked at me and announced you are our trojan horse our secret weapon after this introduction i was intrigued are you planning to leave me in front of the gates of an enemy city and what does it have to do with the snowball fight you mentioned on the phone i have been trying to figure that out all morning You are my last hope, Alex added. My future in the school in this town and most likely my entire life will be shaped by the outcome of this snowball fight. It's clearly very intense, but I don't understand. I thought you said that snowball fights are a yearly tradition in your school. I was quite confused by what my cousins were saying. Let's get going," said Uncle George after greeting me. "You shouldn't make decisions that might affect your whole life at the bus stop." This is our problem," Alex started explaining as Uncle George drove us home. "Ria and I are in the same homeroom. Somehow, I am the only boy who can attend the fight from our homeroom. The others, because of various reasons, are unable or won't be around to participate this is our first year of middle school and everybody says that these snowball fights are where the popularity ranking is determined even girls change rankings according to how well or how poorly their team and they do in this fight the girls in our grade take this very seriously added ria These girls not only are laughing at me because I am not very strong or fit but there are rumors that they are trying to trade me to another class for a normal boy or girl Alex interjected Also they are offering Ria as a bonus Of course neither Alex nor I are interested in this arrangement Ria clarified So We need to think out of the box and Ria came up with this brilliant idea. We checked with the teachers who are organizing the fight and since our class has only one boy and in the other classes there are more boys than girls on their teams, they gave us permission to add you to our team. That's great. But what is Ria's brilliant idea? I said somewhat confused. We already told you it was to invite you for this fight. With you on the team, our win is guaranteed, and so we will improve our popularity standings in the class. 
Alex practically yelled. But this plan was obviously contrived by two raving lunatics. I thought, looking at my cousins. Then I started laughing. <laughs> If you call this thinking out of the box, I believe it's time to put both of you in a box and keep you there until the fight is over. To put it mildly, your plan is ridiculous. I'm even smaller than Ria. In fact, my careful analysis shows exactly the opposite from what you are expecting. I suspect your class will have one more candidate with distinguished physical features to ridicule. When they stopped laughing, Ria said, "As you correctly noticed, we didn't invite you for your athletic abilities or muscle size, except for one, of course, your brain size." Hmm. Are you saying it's not just a snowball fight? Oh no, it's a snowball fight. But the rules are quite useful for our idea. Although you cannot build a fortress from anything but snow and you cannot throw anything but snow, everything else is allowed. We checked. You can build a snow cannon or snow bombs or bring the snow-making machines from the sky slopes and cover the opponents with snow. replied Alex Now we were getting the real substance and I was getting excited I see so you did come up with some plan so what's your idea Alex was obviously getting annoyed with my sluggishness What do you mean your idea we told you our idea is to bring you on the team if we had any other ideas why would we need you I see. So you don't really need me to participate in the snowball fight. You want me to tell you how to win it? I was surprised and upset a little. Ria jumped in. Jack, you have known us forever, so you also know that Alex isn't a stupid guy, but sometimes he sounds like a real jerk. Ria was staring at Alex, and you could see thunderbolts in her eyes. I didn't mean it like that, Jack. I just wanted to say that we don't have any other ideas beyond inviting you. Of course, we want you on our team. Alex was apologetic. Ria and Alex were good friends as well as cousins, so I did not want to dwell on a poor choice of words. But Alex did tend to say things first and think later. But I never was an idea man. We always work together. Also, if we come up with one crazy idea that it doesn't work, your situation will be much worse. I suspect both of you will have to leave town. Well, I will gladly share my room with you. Jack, we know our chances and we agree to take the risk. Ria said. Okay, let's establish the basics. How many teams participate? Okay, so we have three classes with different home rooms in our grade, therefore three teams. Each team builds a small fortress for themselves. The three fortresses will be located at the corners of a triangle. Ria explained. So we stay behind the fortress wall and throw snowballs. How long does that go on? How do we know who wins? was my next question. That's simple. Right before the start of the fight, 
the arbitrating teacher places a banner in front of each fortress on a thin, dry stick. The stick will break when you hit it with a snowball, but you have to be accurate. If you if the banner falls, you lose. Also, when a snowball hits someone, he or she is out of the game. If everyone on the team is out, the team is out as well. And the third criteria is time. If the fight goes over two hours, the team with the largest number of players standing wins. Someone may hit the banner by accident at the beginning of the game. Would that count? I wondered. It does count. However, it is quite difficult to hit a thin stick from a distance. Besides, some people are usually assigned to aim at people, so they don't have an easy time getting to hit the banner. It's a tricky process, replied Alex. Uncle George stopped in the driveway and we interrupted our discussion and moved into the house. After a hug from Aunt Mary and the usual questions about the family, Alex and Ria whisked me into one of the rooms with a large table. The urgency of the situation was clearly communicated to Aunt Mary by impatient signs from my cousins. Okay, can one of you guys draw the locations and orientations of the fortresses? Also, how do you build a fortress? I asked when we settled around the table. Ria started drawing the locations of the fortress and their shapes on a piece of paper. Alex proceeded with an explanation of how the fortress was built. Typically, we use a cardboard box with the top and bottom flaps torn off. It's a four-sided shell of a box. We place the shell on a flat piece of cardboard or plywood. If you pack snow in the shell and then lift that shell up, it leaves a perfect snow brick, which could be easily used for building anything, especially fortress walls. It cannot be too large, though, or it would be difficult to lift it. When Rhea completed her drawing, it was clear that each team had two opponents. The snow fortresses consisting of one wall bent at an angle would be located in the corners of an equilateral triangle with sides of at least 20 yards. How many people are on our team? I asked. They started counting and counted about 11 people with us. All this information gave me a more or less clear picture of what was going to happen during the fight, but not a single idea how to win it. I was thinking, it is a simple game with little room for inventiveness and um, no chance for us to succeed. And we are doomed. The physically stronger and more agile team has an obvious advantage. They would prepare bigger and stronger snowballs and faster and also throw them harder with more accuracy. So listeners, this time it seems the cousins are up for a snowball fight. A snowball fight which is very crucial for Alexandria and um, they have to devise a way to win the snowball fight come what may, yeah? So it's almost like, you know, devising a war plan. And um, so far, it seems there is no idea yet for the trial. 
But let's see what happens in our next episode, okay? So with that, stay tuned because the next episode will be coming out pretty soon. And I hope to see you there. So until then, stay safe, take care and wish you a great week ahead. See you soon. Bye-bye.